Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel that's uh, made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse, let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish looking guy. But his golf game is on point. Little do they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
back, baby. Uh, we're back. We're back stronger than ever. I've given you lives. Isn't the whole point of this show to have conversation? 100% for comedy. Friendly room. What a weird game of chicken that is. This guy's sharp. He knows everybody's name in this room. We've been doing fake radio since 2006. Man, tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hello everybody did yes welcome to the program episode 3317 of the award-winning podcast never not funny now here's the deal if you are uh, if you have the video you see that we're via zoom and maybe the audio maybe it's very clear on the audio that we're also via zoom um but uh, somebody and that's somebody i'm pointing at myself for those without video uh has covid so somebody uh, got this. It's a virus, apparently, that started in a lab somewhere to uh, uh, to kill hillbillies. I believe that's what this was. If I'm following the news from two years ago correctly, it's uh, a, uh, a virus that just is really meant to just kill the billies. And uh, uh, there is a vaccine out there for you that uh, does not prevent you from getting it. It just makes it uh, not as bad. And uh, that is kind of what I'm dealing with. Here's what happened, fellas. Hello. Hello. Um, Hello. So, so Friday, let me walk everybody through what's going down here. Uh, on Friday, well, we did a show Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then on Friday, I, I had to bring my car in based on the conversation we had on Thursday about my tire pressure uh, sensors. So I, uh, I brought the car in and uh, they, uh, they're like, oh, okay. And, uh, uh, and then they, they, they said it would take, and I talked about this, by the way, on the live and, and, as the timeline goes on, I, you know, I did a live, uh, uh, my virtual show, uh, the flappers virtual show, which it, by the way, thank you very much to all that came to that. It was a, a very nice turnout and, um, just a great, you know, we've said it before that the never not funny fans are the greatest and, and, uh, that just holds true. Anytime there's any interaction, they're just uh, great, great, great people. And we're very, I'm very grateful to have them as fans. And uh, as I'm sure they're grateful to have me as their hero. Um, so, um, I dropped the car off as I'm dropping it off. I, the, the, I, you know, I, the, the, the first young man said, Oh, we should get you out of here in 20 minutes. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's a switch. Yeah. And then he goes and checks with his boss and his boss goes, now they got to, they got to take a look at it a little bit further. And then, so as they're doing the paperwork, the woman, I said, uh, by the way, it's at nine 30 in the morning. And she said, uh, yeah, we're probably going to, you know, we'll uh, probably get it done about 1230 or one. Uh, you going to wait. And I literally went, who's got, who would wait? Who would, <laughs> Who's going to sit in this sad for four service area for four hours? And, and I recognize some guys have their laptops or whatever. They might be able to work, but boy, that sounds horrible. So uh, I took the train uh, home, which uh, the train is, it's over by uh, the, the dealers, by the USC. Um, it's right by uh, your soccer stadium, Matt. It's right mm-hmm. by the, uh, what's that called? That's not the BMO. BMO. Yeah. Yeah. It's BMO. Oh, it is. BMO stadium. Uh, it's right across the street from there. And um oh. So, you know, uh, and so there, there's a train stop right there, the USC Expo. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a five minute walk at the most. So, uh, you know, I walk down there. I'm home and I'm home in 15 minutes, assuming that, you know, if, the, if I don't have to wait for the train. So um, I get on the train and then I, uh, you know, then I, I, I walk home. I wait them out. Sure enough, it, you know, they tell me they call the cars ready. I walk back to the train and uh, I, I pick up my car. And the, the young lady also has an Ionic and we, talked about how for some reason this car the, the windows are impossible to keep clean the interior windows uh there's something weird with the interior window of, of this particular 
uh, car, it's the angle or something where it, um, you just can't get them clean. It's, it's the weirdest thing. And then, mm-hmm. and, and by the way, this turned into a me. I, so I, I asked her, I said, you can just, I, I don't, you have an eye. Cause she was, she was saying that she likes the color of mine. She doesn't like the color of hers. And she wishes she had the red ionic. And I said, let me ask you a question about the windows. I go, your interior windows, she goes, are impossible to keep clean. Like, I go, yes, that's exactly what I was going to ask you. And then some weather girl comes running out and she goes, my husband was just saying the same thing. All of a sudden, everybody in there that has an ionic is talking about how they can't keep their windows clean. It's the weirdest. And by clean, it's that you can see every streak and smudge. It's that like you can see everything. And even seconds after you clean it and follow the directions. And, and so on. anyway, it's 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 a it's it's really annoying. I've never had a deal with windows like this in my entire life. So uh i'm then driving home and i uh uh i had an ear doctor appointment and uh when i was leaving the ear doctor i just kind of was like wow i feel wiped out all of a sudden that feels weird i feel wiped out and uh and it's like when i got it the first time and i knew it happened at flappers i knew exactly what had happened and this mm-hmm. i know it exactly when it happened on the train i just know exactly i know exactly the asshole that was coughing on the train yeah. I know, like I know, I, I know it's like, I was like, motherfucker, you know, and, uh, you know, and I, I, I had my mask in my pocket and I didn't put it on and on, on the train, just, you know, st- forgot to, you know, just that. And, mm. and then I'm like, motherfucker, that, that, damn it, that guy. And then it was like, there was all these things like, maybe I, if I just would have waited the four hours, if I just would have waited the four hours, <laughs> like the woman suggested, I wouldn't have happened if, uh, if I had walked, uh, you know, uh, because uh, I just, I, it was one of the things when I'm walking to the train and you're literally 40 seconds away from the train and you see the train pull up no. and then kick off and you're like, if you'd been a little sooner. You would have gotten sooner, on a different train. Sliding doors, train. Jimmy. Sliding, sliding doors. doors. Yeah. <laughs> and, and by the way, there's nothing, especially the one near my house. Cause you got, you got to climb stairs. Cause you can see, yeah, you can see it from so far away. It's right there. It's like, and then it, especially when you're at the bottom of the stairs and you hear the train to seventh street, like, Oh, you got to be shitting me. And then you run up those stairs just as the doors close. Like, there's no way to run up those stairs any faster. Like, it just sucks. Mm-hmm. So all of that, like, all these things were going through my mind. It's like, you know, uh, oh, and by the way, uh, all they did for my tire was um, uh, they put in 37 PSI instead of 36 PSI is what I put it up to. What? That was it. And that reset it? That reset it. They oh uh, and I God. said the manual says thirty six. They go, yeah, you got to go higher than that. I'm like, okay, but wait, wait, then why, why wouldn't the manual say that? Like, it was like, <laughs> well, wow. like, it, and part of me like even thought to do that prior to going there. Like, I was like, uh, you know, just put too much air in and see if that does something. And, but I just didn't because it was like, well, something. Who cares? Bring it there. They'll fix it and it'll be done. So anyway, I blame Hyundai for COVID. Uh, I blame uh, <laughs> I blame that guy in the train for COVID. I blame that one train for coming too quickly for COVID. I blame everything. I blame those filthy windows. Uh, well, I was going to say, you don't know that it wasn't one of those birds chirping at you about the windows. That maybe they gave it to you. When did you turn into a cast member of the odd couple? Why? What, what just happened? Are you? It, it, some, it, just, some it just sounded opera? like a chirping what bird situation. I'm calling it like I hear it. Uh, listen, these uh, these young ladies. It was nice to talk to them about the about windows. It's nice to talk to anybody about windows. Quite frankly, I. But so, they they sounded very worked up about it, so they were probably uh, expelling a lot of uh, 
Uh, well, I'll tell you thing. this. Uh, so here's what happened. So here's here's further news. So all right. So then I did, uh, I did the the Zoom show, uh, mm-hmm. where I did talk on that Zoom show about uh, uh, how I blamed the filth on the train for giving me a cold because at that time I just thought it was like a cold because I literally was on my walk and everything it was like this is the best I felt in two years. Like I feel, I feel my back doesn't hurt. My plantar fasciitis doesn't hurt. Um, you know, my sinuses don't hurt my, you know, the tinnitus is driving me fucking nuts, but that, you know, that has nothing to do with anything, but like, otherwise it's like, I felt, I feel like my stomach issues, like all of that. And then all of a sudden, like, why do I have a cold? You know, I don't want, I don't want a cold. And then, so I was blaming the filth on the train on the, on this cold for the cold. And then turns out that it's COVID anyhow. Um, so as I woke up Saturday and I tested here at the house and, you know, because of, because of existing conditions, I have to get Paxlovid. And um, so I had to go to the doctor to get that. And I go out to my car and guess what won't open my car. Can't open my car. My car battery's dead. Uh, what? So what, something, something went down, something went down where my battery uh, I, and I couldn't even open up the car you, like, because everything's electronic and mm-hmm. you have that little emergency key. But if you open it, if you use that emergency key, the alarm goes off and if the car then won't start, you can't turn that alarm off. So I couldn't do that. So I've got to call Hyundai roadside assistance. Uh, by the way, I'm dying at this moment of COVID. <laughs> you know, I feel horrible. Uh, it's And it was the worst I felt this entire time. And I, so I've got, I've got to call Hyundai so that they could come and they can tow it to the dealer. And um, so my car is currently at the dealer with them figuring out why that happened. And, um, I think maybe just go to 38. Go to 38. Bump that up. To PSI. <laughs> That'll probably fix it. Right. Go up to the 38 PSI. That, that yeah. resets the whole car. Yeah. Uh, and so here's what I know. I know that that young lady uh, who took care of me about uh, on Friday, uh, who was chirping about these windows, mm-hmm. uh, she was there working yesterday. So she is not. Uh, oh, okay. She, she is not. Oh, sick. very good. She's fine. She's fine. She's so you didn't give it to her immediately after getting it. Uh, no, no, I did not. not a, she did not. Wait, do you think you me. got it on the way there or the way? I mean, the way back from there or the way back to the. I think back, back to the dealership. The is, second uh, ride. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and here's how weird I am, by the way. I did put my mask on to walk into the Hyundai dealership. Mm. Didn't have it on the train, and uh, I mean, again, I had it with me. Didn't put it on. I, to this, I don't understand why I, I wear it everywhere. Well, you were protecting those birds, and that's nice of you. Okay, if you say birds, <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> I'm grateful that we're not in the studio at the moment because you you would be enjoying a size nine Brooks. I know you're a member of the National Audubon Society. You loved protecting those birds. I I, I <laughs> will not tolerate you calling women birds one more goddamn second. They are. Uh, we are, they are going to carry us in 2024 and we are grateful that the, uh, of the, of the, of the voting birds act of, uh, <laughs> that's why that's lady, named after lady bird Johnson, right? Uh, I believe it was. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, my car is in Hyundai and, uh, all right. So that's, that's not the, that's not the end of the, of the, of, of, of the weekend, by the way. So oh boy. that, that all went down Saturday morning. I went and got my Paxlovid and, um, and, and so on and so forth. All that happens. And, and, you know, Matt, you remember this when you took your, your at-home COVID test. When you test positive for COVID, you don't have to wait that 15 minutes. That thing shows up yeah. instantly. Like it's, you know, boom and red, like redder than that C line's ever been even on the thing. Mm-hmm. And I believe that C line does stand for what we think it does. Um, 
So <laughs> it's from uh, England. It's from England, though. It doesn't mean as much. What it means? Yeah, it's here. not as offensive. It's, it's offensive. It's fine. The birds know what we're talking about. No. <laughs> so, uh, this was, uh, yes, yeah, Saturday. Um, no, my apologies. This was Sunday. So Sunday, you know, and and I've been isolated. I've been in one room. Except when I go to the, you know, and I always, I'm leaving. I give a big announcement. <laughs> Everybody puts their masks Ring on, but I still, I still go a different route. I'd like to see to you have a bell around your neck, actually, so that when you walk around, they know you're coming. I, I just like yelling. It gives me, it gives me reason to talk to a human being. I like, <laughs> I like the interaction as opposed to being a little kitty cat with a bell alerting the, the bird that I'm on its way. By bird, in this case, I do mean women. Okay. Thank um, you for clarifying. <laughs> uh, so they were, they went to pickleball on, uh, Sunday and maybe an hour before the, yeah, they left at three 30 to do that. Three 45 at three 30. Uh, you know, there's a, a, there's a target very close to us and occasionally some nonsense will go on over there. And so there'll be police activity with helicopters and stuff like that. So um, at three 30, there's a helicopter circling and it's not circling the target. It's basically circling my house. <laughs> and I said to Danielle, I go, it's feel like it's circling. And she's like, yeah, it's like, it's circling. Like it was a tight circle of just like the four houses that we are all in this area. And that was at three 30. And so then they're going to leave at three 45 at three 45. We, uh, they go to leave. And, uh, at the corner, there's a police car blocking traffic. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, you know, Hey, good luck to you guys. Be safe. I don't know what the heck's happening out there. Be safe. And so, and I'm looking at citizen, which is, you know, they charge you now. So it's not like they, you don't get a lot of information from citizen anymore. Hmm. And then ne- and next door is just full of racist idiot <laughs> comments. And not helpful either over there. So, um, and I have COVID, so I can't go out and ask the police officer what's going on. So just, you know, you know, what a helicopter circles, how it, it gets loud for a second, then gets quiet. And then it comes back and it gets loud. Well, it never got quiet because it's circling my house. <laughs> and so it's just the, it's just this helicopter circling the house. And then Oliver texts from, in fact, I'll just read his, uh, I'll read his text to you. Uh, so this was at the Sunday. Uh, there, the cop says there is a, so they go to leave and they go out a different way. And um, uh, there's a car thief stealing a bunch of stuff. Then he stole phones from Target, and they're able to track the phone and are trying to get him. All the streets are taped off with cop car, uh, taped off and 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 cop cars. You can't go onto Obama or onto our street, but they let us out. Um, so they were not letting any cars in, but they were letting cars out. And by the way, I was looking out the window, and I like I saw my neighbor leave, and they even stopped my neighbor and made him pop his trunk, and they were looking, and and so on and so forth. So that was at th- at three, like I said, it started about three thirty circling helicopter never it's never quieting my my neighbor brandon who is a, a improv guy you've seen him on tv shows and stuff and he uh he texts me and he's like hey i'm at work but my wife says something's going on you know anything and and i you know i tell him that what's going on and we're trying so he and i are trying to keep in touch while all this is happening and um and then at uh let's say 4 30 well i can get yeah, no, uh, 4 4 36 i'll give you an exact time because i have it on my ring at 4.36, four members of SWAT go through my backyard. Uh, oh, what? It was the, I mean, it was the weirdest. It was exciting, yet it was scary. Uh-huh. It was, 
it, it, I, I also didn't feel any danger. But uh, so at so at four thirty six or whatever it was, and again four thirty actually four thirty. So it's one of those. You know, we have a camera in the front, we have a camera on the side, we have a camera in the back. So four thirty four is them walking from the house next door up my driveway, and then the next one is them going into the backyard, and the next, and then there's the one in the backyard, and it's four dudes in in just full SWAT gear, just you know, uh, and they send the two dogs in first. You see it all in the bit. The two dogs come in, and then they come in. Guns out. Oh, boy. Guns, you know, lead, lead, leading with their guns. Like, it, it like was, uh, pistols or rifles? Uh, pistol. Okay. And, you know, and just uh, in formation. And then they, you know, the dog goes to one spot and then they go there and they and then clear. Then they go uh, around the other side of my house, uh, oddly enough, where, where the, 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 the gas meter guy just was. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the dog goes there first and then a human being goes there and then clear. And you're hearing all this on the video, but I'm also hearing it live because I'm like, what the fuck's happening in my backyard? <laughs> and so then I, I look out the window and, and the guy must have seen my face and he just gives me a <laughs> nod. And, uh, like a Tom Jones, like he's <laughs> like, like a Tom Jones. I appreciate your effort, young man. Uh, and uh, they opened up, you know, there's where, where the water softener is. There's like a little gate. They opened that to check that nobody was hiding behind that thing. Um, they looked behind the bushes in my front yard. Like there's bushes that line the walkway. They mm-hmm. looked in between there to make sure there was, it, it was just the weirdest thing. And all of this lasted two hours, but I'm not, not oh, the boy. search of my house that lasted, <laughs> you know, six minutes, but mm-hmm. if that, um, and then they just went house to house to house. And then at uh, around five 30, uh, the helicopter went away and the cops stuck around. And then all of a sudden I saw them taking the tape down and then all the cars that were waiting to get into our, to get back into their homes all came back. All of a sudden, there was a parade of cars coming, and uh, I see no uh, no update if they got the guy. I, clearly, they they got him. They weren't you know if they didn't they you know uh, they maybe still be here. I don't know. But so uh, did Danielle and Oliver have to just wait at the pickleball court, or were they like did it not interfere with their? It did schedule? not affect their life at all. They okay. came back, and uh, but Brandon uh, did uh, they did stop him. Mm-hmm. Uh, before uh, he was going, but he goes a different, like he turns right, whereas we turn left to get uh, towards our house. And uh, he texted, uh, you know, hey, they stopped me, um, but they let me go to my house. Um, my guess is they won't let your wife go home. Mm-hmm. And so, um, uh, but uh, luckily they came like two hours after that or whatever. So uh, yeah, crazy. I got the video. I'll show it, 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 when we're back together again. I'll show you the video of them yeah. walking through the backyard because it it yeah. is it it's 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 bizarre, but it's more bizarre like when I'm just looking out the window going, hey, what's going on? And then you just see a SWAT guy, mm-hmm. you know, basically at your front door, like fucking just and then then you're like, shit, is he in my bed? Is he hiding behind my garbage? Like, is he here? Because right. they've been circling my house for two yeah. hours. Really uh, do you, bizarre. Do you think that that footage could be maybe like a bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> can I tell you something? I thought about it. I thought about, it. you know what? Hey, I'm just going to give the stallion. He can put it in. And then I thought like, I don't want anybody to see my backyard. No, that's, your business. that's too it's invasive. Too invasive. You don't have to see the little poor little kitty cat scamper when this dog comes. Uh, oh, I and that was you have that menagerie back there. So they must've yeah. been upset. Oh, little Benjamin. You don't know what Benjamin's going to do or sun kissed or Xavier. Uh, 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 old Deuteronomy. We don't know what's going on back there. <laughs> Mr. Mistopheles. Uh, uh, he's gone. We, we, he hasn't, he doesn't show up anymore. 
Oh, I was kidding. I didn't know there was one name, Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> there, there was one. He had. They all have a variety of names, but uh, we call a uh, one that we used to call Alex. We now call Old Deuteronomy because he, yeah. he looks old and uh, just looks old. Uh, I can't pull the name. Do you think he went to the nether side or whatever they call it? <laughs> the top yeah. side. What do they call it? <laughs> nether side. The top. The top bins. What is it? I don't remember I, what they say. I don't, I don't know. I, 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 Come on, Garen. You're the one who would know this. I don't you're know. The, you're the only one that likes that music a lot of all of us. That's true. Uh, well, there's one song that really slaps. <laughs> yeah, that's memory. memory. Of course. And you're dressed like a kitty cat, Garen. So, yeah, 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 that's why I thought you would know it. <laughs> they go up. The up, heavy up side layer. The heavy, the heavy, side, the heavy yes. side layer. The heavy side layer. That's where they go. I don't think I've ever heard those words. You've, heard, seen that you've heard them over and over again if you've seen that musical. <laughs> oh, they say it throughout the entire program? Oh, yeah. They, they won't shut the fuck up. That's the only plot in the whole thing is they're all trying to get there. They all want to die. Well, they don't frame it that way, but that is seemingly what it is, is it's heaven. But they, they act like it's the goal of their existence, which is dark when you think about it. <laughs> Hmm. But isn't that the goal of everybody's existence? You want to get to heaven? You want to... Uh, but you, but you live your life in the meantime, don't you? You don't just sit around singing about, oh, I can't wait till I get to heaven. Not me. <laughs> I every, day, every day I wake up and I go one day closer to my Lord. You know that. You know that. Oh, that's true. I, I wasn't thinking about your... I put my Petra CDs on and I sing my songs <laughs> to my Jesus, my Lord, and I can't wait to get there. But it's like in the movie, isn't it like a contest or something? They're acting like it's like a contest to get to the heavy side layer. Dude, you've under, you understand this plot a heck of a lot more than I ever have. I, you know, because to me, it just was a bunch of vignettes. Well, it's better to not pay attention to that. It's it's it. You, you're you're not going to enjoy it. There's no way to enjoy it if you pay attention. You, it, the only way to enjoy it is to just listen to the songs, and maybe if you like the songs, you'll you'll get something out of it. I know we just talked about this on the program, but refresh again. Refresh the the provision is not. Uh, uh, I need to buy more. But oh. uh, <laughs> what? Uh, who did Taylor Swift play in the musical, in the movie? I don't know the name of that character, and I'm not sure that was a character in the original version. Oh, is it like one of those new, let's give a, a new song to maybe get a, uh, an Oscar sort of thing? Maybe, no, no, well, no, I, I don't remember. Maybe the song she sings is from the original, but I don't know. Eh, I don't, Garen's going to tell us. She plays Bamba Lorena? Bamba Lorena? Does that okay. help at all? No. So follow up. Is, 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 is that, that a, character created for the film or just no? A, she she sings about. Doesn't she sing about one of the other cats? She doesn't she sing about Idris Elba's cat? This part I've blocked out. Oh, she, she sings about the guy that moves things about. And yes, that one. She, oh yes, uh, yeah, yeah. But she did do a new song called "Beautiful Ghosts," which was actually a great song. Uh, but I don't think she sang it. I think the other girl sang it, and then Taylor just released a single of it. Oh, whoever the main girl is, I think. Okay, she so so that's those. probably I just conflated those two things. So like she, yeah. she did, there was an original song f that they included, but it's not the main song she sings in the movie. Okay, did it win an Oscar, uh, uh, Garen? That new song? No, I don't think so. What did it lose to? What song did it? I don't think it was nominated. Wasn't even nominated. You're saying. Then no, what, it what? should have been actually. It was a great song. But... Yes, you won't shut up. Algorithm. Maybe that was. Oh wait, no. But but that crazily that um I was gonna say maybe it was uh, we don't talk about Bruno one, but might not have been the same year. And I don't think that one either, which is kind of crazy because it had certainly had the most cultural impact of any movie song in the last few years. 
I would say any movie song since what would you say? Shallow. Maybe, shallow. Maybe shallow. One. Yeah, that All was right, big. So before shallow, what do you go back to? Movie songs. Um. Mm. Streets of Philadelphia. I mean, right? You got to go to the, or uh, take my breath away. There had uh, to be another big one that we're you not... say me. Uh, no, there was. I understand the question. What's what, that, like, Elliot? What 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 move was musical? What song from a movie that was nominated for an Oscar, or maybe it wasn't, but like what song actually had a cultural impact? Because some years oh, there's five nominees and and you don't even know. Like it's just like. Well, there was that great one from Selma. Remember that, but it didn't really have. Right. It didn't really. It, it didn't, didn't. Yeah, we didn't it hear great. it. Yeah, but oh, but the you know what was is happy the Pharrell song. Oh, good lord! Yes. From uh, Despicable Me or whatever. That was big. Mm-hmm. That had a huge. I mean, yeah, hard to think of a bigger one. But what was the one that lose there was yourself. A, lose yourself was big. There was also that one. Well, the, the year that everyone thought Lynn was going to win because Lynn still hasn't won an Oscar. I think he's 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 an Oscar away from an EGOT and he can't get it. And the year that Moana was out, everyone was like, "Well, he'll win for Moana," and he didn't. So what beat it? What beat that? Is the question. I would say maybe just you humming. <laughs> Do not. Don't you dare. So that was 2016. Okay. The nominees that year were. Oh, yeah. Tell uh, us the nominees and we'll see if we can remember. From Trolls, Can't Stop the Feeling. Oh, that could have been it. That was big Moana, too. Moana, How Far I'll Go. Mm-hmm. From La La Land, Audition, The Fools Who Dream. Ugh. From Jim, The James Foley Story, The Empty Chair. Right. Great movie, great song. And, uh, Is that a movie about Clint Eastwood's speech at the Republican <laughs> National Convention? <laughs> right? Why have I never heard of that movie before? <laughs> oh, it was. Uh, it's about the document. Uh, the, it's, a do- it's a documentary about the life of journalist and war correspondent James Jim Foley. Okay. Oh, shoot, no, I'm an it's, uh, it's an HBO doc, which is strange that it got an Oscar nomination. But uh, yeah, so that's the those are the nominees for 2016. Wait, okay. there was another a fifth one after the. City of Stars, La La Land. Oh, well, that's what won. Yes. That's, that's I, the one that won, right? City of Stars. But that's crazy that, you know, the Justin Timberlake song was also big. So it was a, just a crazy year where those th- three of those had a, a legitimate shot. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Documentary. Can't you see I'm talking documentaries? But we're not. We're talking. We were, yeah, we were. We were short. We were very, well, very briefly. Just about the Jim Foley thing, but I'm accepting yeah. it, Elliot. I accept okay, it. fine. I'll uh, play it. Hold on. No, I've no, no, Elliot. No, I, I already did. I did a song. He covered us. We don't need to hear a, a one with music. Hmm. Yeah, no, we're not. I, I, I can't move on because he can't wait to press that. That was a joke. Yo. I don't get it. Oh, that's that the that wrong song. <laughs> I wrong clicked Doc Talk. Why did that? That was what is happening? I'm clicking Doc Talk. Well, Yo, this computer is haunted. That was a joke. Well, <laughs> what? Yeah. Seriously, what is happening? Is every song playing that? I, I go to, I click another song, and it just plays. I, I think it's because my computer genuinely felt like Elliot needed to be iced for what he did. <laughs> it, it will not accept another. I have joke. Elliot's back on this. He's what? right. What? And his computer's happening? wrong. Wow, this thing is messed up. Is it on shuffle or something? Why is it yeah, doing it? Shuffle. Oh, this is this is gonna be a problem if we have to play another song. Well, you do. You have to play Oliver's trivia. I know. Yikes! How about now? 
No. How about now? No. How about now? No. It, everything I click, it just plays Ice by Jimmy. I do not know why. This is crazy. Maybe quit out of it. And I tried that. It didn't it didn't help. Oh. Didn't help. What if Where I just search the song? Yeah, give it a look. So that the only thing showing is Doc Doc. Hey, how come I'm not using my Christmas background? I don't know. I don't. Do you have one? I, I didn't have one. I'm the only one who's actually using one. I mean, use, my, I have a what? Christmas card right here. Here, do. I'm in. So. There you are. Okay. But while everybody wasn't looking, I put my Christmas tree up. I put some tree up and some lights. <laughs> uh, put some gifts in the background as well. Um, Guys, we don't, we don't have, I'm going to have to play it off my phone. This is a complete disaster. Unbelievable. Um, all I was going to say on this topic was the, the who won best movie song does not have the same import that it did in the late seventies throughout the eighties. That was, that was an important category. You yeah. liked when the people came out and sang it. And then it just kind of uh, fell off just kind of, kind of at the same time as those charts all started changing. That's kind of when mm -hmm. it all kind of became like, it all kind of, uh, I don't know, for some reason, nobody cared anymore. I think what happens is some years there is a, there's a, my heart will go on. And so it's like, okay, this is big, but then it just, no one, there's no, usually there's no like suspense. Everyone knows that's going to win and it does. And you're like, okay, sure. That's the one song everybody remembers from a movie that they were singing on the way out. And then, but that's like one every three or four years. And then every other year, it's just kind of like these engineered things where they're like, it's just like that Jim, no offense to Jim Foley, but you know, people make a documentary and then they hire Mariah Carey to sing a song at the, at the end credits. I'm like, that's not the spirit of the of the award, guys. I do not think it is either. And, and you know what? Fuck Jim Foley. <laughs> <laughs> He's the real villain here. I mean, he really is. I haven't seen that documentary, but I'm sure it exposes him to be the asshole that I know him to be. <laughs> right. That guy's yeah. all about uh you know he's he's rigging he's he rigs this election he's rigging this uh this music election yeah is that a thing? Is that a and like i know that i that selma song was good but it's the same deal they made a movie about martin luther king and then they just threw a, song, a new song at the end of it just for just to get the award to get the nomination to get some publicity um great song though i mean but at the same time i mean gloria love you know well initially it was written for a rocky movie and then the rocky people didn't give peter satara enough money at least that's his version of the story and then um, it, uh, no, my apologies. Um, yeah, that's it. He, Satara claims he wrote Gloria Love for Rocky and then they didn't take it. So he did it. They put it in Karate Kid 2. And he also claims he wrote um, One Good Woman for Big and Big wouldn't give him enough money. And so then that uh, just was a, what's number three, I think, on the chart? Maybe number four on the chart. Um, I don't remember that song. Um, you wouldn't. It, it's I, I look, I'm a huge, you know, this. I'm a huge Peter Cetera fan. Oh, you are. I think I think that's a great song. <laughs> yeah. Breaking news. Um, but I, I mean, even I'm surprised it got that high on the chart. I don't remember getting any radio play whatsoever. Um, and uh, I, 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 don't, I mean, it, 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 he tries to connect. Yeah. The, the line about this is about the fortune teller. Um, you remember how the fortune teller in big. Yeah. Uh, he, like there's a line in the song that's like, yeah, that was about that. And uh, anyway, he claims he's written a lot of songs for movies and uh, they wouldn't give him enough money. And uh, it's like, well, I mean, how much money? I mean, I'm sure it's like he's if he keeps getting into this situation, it seems like he needs a new agent or manager or something. I mean, like, yeah. what is the problem? You you negotiate a deal and then you do the song. Right. 
like what, 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 what I, I have to blame him for this. Like he's, I, he's the common denominator of all these situations. Well, I mean, look, I hear what you're saying, but I mean, if I'm going to blame anybody, I'm blaming Jim Foley. You know <laughs> well, <that>. Obviously, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, Foley doesn't get a, a free ride on this, Matt. He's just, he's okay. pissed off because he thinks there should be an award for best Foley work in a movie because yeah. of, of his well, name. Isn't there? Is there not a best Foley work? There's there's sound no. editing and then there's uh, sound mixing, but the, that's not. Oh, there's no sound but, effects? Yeah, there's got to be one of those uh, for like, uh, these awards were given away yesterday afternoon in a toilet in, uh, you know, in Larchmont. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, if there is, I don't think that it's specific to the Foley artist. I think it, it's, it's just more of a general sound. Like there's someone who oversees that who's, you know, the Oscar for best sound editing goes to the supervising sound editor, the Foley artist's boss. See? Oh, okay. That's why Jim Foley's so fucking pissed. Well, I don't yeah. blame him then. Uh, he's also mad that they uh, that he doesn't get credit for the actual Foley character. He's mad about that. He's right. Mad, really, he's just mad. At, he's, he's mad at tinfoil, and that's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys see the, the teaser trailer for the new Beverly Hills Cop, Axel F.? I did not, but somebody that we good. know is in it. It right? looks. I, I'm. I'm like. I'm scared Cautiously to say. Optimistic. It, it looks good. It looks yeah, fun. but I'm bummed that it's only on Netflix. Like I've got to yeah. see this in a theater. I mean, it looks like such a. It's an action. The Egyptian. Movie. They'll probably show it at the Egyptian. Okay. Is Maybe. that a Netflix movie theater, Garen? Is that why? You yeah, said they. That? That's where they show Maestro, and that's where they showed whatever that last thing they put out before Maestro was. Maestro mm -hmm. was also at the uh, the Lemley out in Santa Monica. So, oh. uh, well, since uh, since we're talking about uh, music and movies, Jimmy, wanna, I don't know if you press got the wrong this. button. What did you want to press the wrong button? <laughs> no, I, I don't even have the ability to play anything anymore. I don't think. Oh. But uh, All right, so hold your on. question was: Did you? Because I know you have the you know you've you've gotten you've gotten screeners and we've got screeners or links to screener whatever it's digital now. Uh, did you see? Even though you have COVID, did you see a Wonka? No. Okay. Did you get the Wonka screener? Uh, I don't believe we did, but we will go see that in the motion picture house. Okay. All right. So yeah. I will say no more. I and got also, to watch it, it over the weekend. We would not watch it. Uh, that's not a movie we would watch separately. As, uh, no, that's I, that's that's nice. Nice we to did hear. Watch, uh, we did watch SNL separately. They watched it in one room and I watched mm -hmm. it in the other. And, uh, you know, we could enjoy each other's silence from different rooms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. uh, although I love the news. The news made me laugh like a jackass. Th that... I mean, I, I don't time, want them right? to, I don't want them to overdo it, but that's the best thing that they do every year. The whole show, like the entire show, them writing jokes for each other is the the funniest thing that ever happens on us. And I'll right, ask you a question and we have to have, we must know somebody that can answer this for us. And maybe yeah. somebody has done that already. And I just don't remember. Mm -hmm. So my question is this, uh, they do a dress rehearsal, right? Do they give each other different jokes at the dress rehearsal? Because, man, they sure do seem. It has to be known because right? obviously there's, you know, audience, there's an entire audience for the dress and then they can go home and watch the actual show and they can say, hey, I was at the dress and these jokes were the same. Right. They can, so so that, that has to be out there. That information has to be out there. Uh, or maybe they just don't even do that part in dress, at dress rehearsal. They go and maybe. we're going to, you know, who knows it? Uh, I will say this even, you know, in this situation, but. In dealing with the, like with characters, you know, on you know the desk pieces that the characters will come out and like here's here's you know a 
George Santos or here's so-and-so. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a better straight man than Colin Jost. He is <laughs> wonderful because yeah. he, you know, he laughs at himself. He laughs at them. Mm, right. he just, he's tickled when they make fun of him. Like he really does yes. a great job of, of that role of the, just kind of the stooge straight man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he is, he is perfectly suited to that. Yeah. So there's a thread on Reddit in this life from New York reddit uh someone said so do colin and michael not do joke swap during dress rehearsal and someone said this was three years ago so it, maybe it changed who knows he says they do i went to tonight's dress rehearsal two of the jokes were exactly the same two had a couple lines changed and one of colin's was new hmm. huh. so see this you know, what just happened is like the magician just told us the trick that kind of <laughs> I, I wish i didn't know this information yeah i'm sorry i'll just leave no, it's not your fault, Garen. It's uh, we asked you to look it up. But uh, anyway, they then great. Then they're then they're great actors. Then they're it, doing it a great also, job. Also, it to me, it doesn't really matter because I'm there for the joke writing. Like the joke writing is phenomenal. I mean, the, the thing about uh, the black black widow, <laughs> Scarlett Johansson's a better black widow than Coretta oh, Scott King. So oh, such a no. gorgeous joke. God yeah, damn it! Really great. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, listen, we're going to try to keep this episode a little bit shorter. Uh, yeah. So why don't we take a break? Mm-hmm. When we come back, we'll do Oliver's trivia. Uh, and then we'll, uh, you know, we'll uh, check in with everybody and we'll we'll take a, another break at some point. And then we'll uh, we'll get out of this and then uh, hopefully we'll be back in person on the next show and we'll see what happens. But uh, um, for now, let's take a break and we'll do uh, we got uh, more of this version of the show Zoom style right after this. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something, and then Matt responds. And it's very, very, never not funny. Very brand. organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And uh, look. I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter. If you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, that was your, your passion. It's not mine. I don't, it's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. (laughs) Obviously we all know that. Okay. Just want to make sure from longtime listeners know that you love the opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. <laughs> uh, that is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute gift for a loved one, an unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. 
even though vet covers pet i mean what other are you, are you at the wild animal vet yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier <laughs> oh okay uh I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn-in jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn-in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no these these are people that uh you you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and then they're not comfortable in front of a microphone these are not professional broadcasters we are they 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 sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind Uh, hey, download Earnin today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who sent you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Earnin. It's your money. Get it now. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. 3317 is the name of that program. As this, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, as this episode's gone on, my voice has gotten stronger. I agree. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, when we first started, it was all right down there, raspy. I, I had to have a phone call with my financial advisor prior to this. Mm-hmm. And uh, lucky I did. I, I almost uh, uh, put some uh, money into an account that if I did, I would have been penalized. And so oh. luckily, uh, there was a, I screwed something up on my end. And then I had to call him to say, hey, why won't this go through? And he goes, well, it's a good thing it didn't go through because if it did, blah, 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 blah. So oh, wow. uh, anyway, he said, by the way, what's going on? You sound horrible. <laughs> and I said, uh, uh, I have COVID. And um, he's like, oh, okay. well, good thing you're not working. And I said, yeah, good thing I'm not working. Click. Hey, everybody, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> um, so we welcome you in. The voice is getting stronger. Of course, Leon, Matt. Getting larger. That's right. Uh, it's right there from that airplane movie, 19. 19- 80, I want to say 1980. Sounds right. That one that was, I think, if I'm not mistaken, one best picture. Didn't that win best picture? Hmm. <laughs> and best original song, too. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that, that nun singing? The guitar, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the nun on the guitar. The nun, I believe, is that not Joyce Boulafont playing the nun? It's, is that the woman from Love Boat? No, that's the little girl, is Jill Whalen. So no. that she plays the little girl. But isn't the cruise director also from Love Boat? Or no, maybe, maybe I'm just conflating those things. No, the cruise director. Um, you mean wait what who's the on love boat who's the young woman who's like the entertainment director kind of well that was uh julie lauren tweez was the yeah. actress she's not on airplane at all okay she's not an airplane okay that's, uh, i thought then, it was her i think when i was a kid i thought that was her no, they're kind of similar who was captain stubing's daughter yes she's definitely the girl in in the sick yeah. girl yeah she's joyce. the sick girl and joyce boulafont is the is the woman singing to her correct She's Mrs. Davis. Oh, then Maureen McGovern is credited as none. Oh, 
Well, who's singing? Oh, is it oh, the nun no. singing? It's the, the nun has the guitar, but then the stewardess plays that song. So that's that's what you're thinking of. It's not it. You're right. You're correct about the actress you're thinking of. She just okay. wasn't she wasn't playing a nun. She was playing a stewardess. George Boulefant. I assume. I assume. Yeah. But that's my point is like she, the even though the nun is the one who has the guitar on the on the plane, the woman who plays that song is actually one of the stewardesses. Um, flight attendant. Flight attendant. Well, stewardess. Uh, uh, flight flight attendant bird. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> nope. Which is confusing because they call airplanes bird. birds. Well, that's confusing. It's weird. Yeah. It's a, that's a bird and a bird. That's like a turducken. It's a bird. It's a uh, <laughs> bird bird. The fair is, by know. the way, this movie is uh, 50, almost 50 years old. It's okay that we don't remember every uh, mm -hmm. detail of it. Um, uh, all right. Let's do this. It's time for Oliver's Trivia. Hit it. Very good. Let's play trivia. Trivia. I want to play trivia. Let's battle some trivia. Let me hear the question, please. You got it. Now, Matt, did, uh, did you fix your problem? Is that why we were able to hear that? No, Elliot has taken over that. Uh, I, I did identify the problem, but... Um, oh, what's the problem? The problem was my audio, like Zoom, me sharing my audio via Zoom was completely screwing up my iTunes or whatever they call it now, Apple Music. And um, so Elliot just hooked his thing up and disconnected mine, and it was fine. Good job, Elliot. Uh, all um, right, here we go. Wait, I, I got to find you. what I have to wager with, and Karen sent it to me. Okay, here we go. I'm going to give you the. I'm going to give you the topic here. You yep. ready? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Holiday specials. Oh, Holiday no. specials, and I believe this has to do with uh, like menu items at a restaurant. I believe sure, that, <laughs> that makes sense. Make sure Marie calendars yeah. or your Denny's. Yeah, because you're going to get you know the, probably the turkey with the, oh, with all the trimmings. As I'm going to get the prime rib. Actually, is that cool? <laughs> yeah, that's the other. After you get your your turkey, or you get the prime rib. Some people get the ham. These are your holiday specials. Sure. Um, by the way, I just mentioned General Hospital. There's a hashtag currently on X, formerly Twitter. If I'm going to be like a, a mainstream news, hmm. uh, a hashtag why I quit GH, and it's all oh. people bitching about General Hospital, how it's gone downhill, and they're, what they're complaining about is what people were complaining about back in 1981. Like it's like. Yeah, the, the storylines are all catered towards kids. Why do I need to see teenagers having like it's all the same? Hmm. Thing. God, I remember hearing those complaints because I watched a lot of General Hospital when I was in high school. That and all my children, and they were doing the same thing, and people were bitching about it. It's it's bizarre, right? And it's, it's like so funny. it's also bizarre that the producers just haven't fucking caught on. That like most of the people watching soap operas are you know uh, uh, people of a certain age. Very, you know, yes, they do have some college kids and so on. But for the most part, it's people that are stuck at home or people that were watching it when they were young. Now they watch it. We, It's one of the reasons I quit. You don't want to watch. You know, if I did, I would watch One Tree Hill. You know what I mean? I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to watch One Tree Hill. I don't want to watch. What's the show our buddy Ted Sullivan worked on? Uh, River, Riverdale. Uh, Riverdale. Riverdale. I don't, I don't want to watch that. Uh, do you I think they watch adults. Do you think they do it because they think that because these shows go on for so long that these are the next set of characters. They're trying to hook you. They're trying following. to, it's, it's like giving drugs away at a school playground. You got to get, <laughs> get them early. Well, I don't like it. I don't like it. One maybe day. they I'm have the, people. maybe they have the research we don't have that. Like maybe there are a lot more kids watching soap operas and it's just the noisy old people who are complaining. I believe that uh, now I'm not going to, it is not, I can tell you this. It is not my friend, Nancy Lee Grant or Jason Thompson. And neither of them told me this. But I believe there are some actors and actresses that are very outspoken in that they know that that's not the case. 
Okay. And uh, and they keep getting written out. In fact, I believe no. somebody would just let go from General Hospital and basically put everybody on blast about how stupid it is that they uh, are catering to this, these storylines that nobody cares about. Um, hmm. uh, I, well, I cared a lot about Lucky. I know you that. did. Well, Lucky went over to Nashville, so you were okay. Well, that's true. Um, I stopped watching, as we know, when Jason Thompson left the program. I stopped watching it. I, and I've not even, I haven't looked back for one second. Okay. Um, by the way, I believe my friend Nancy Legrand, um, who plays Alexis on General Hospital, uh, I believe she's also got COVID as we speak. Oh uh, dear! And uh, so yes, you can you could take a, you could you could read into that any with anything you want. That she and I both have COVID. <laughs> at the same time. Very suspicious. I just saw she was also on the train, downtown train. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw um, Susan Lucci was in an episode of Welcome to Wrexham. Weirdly, oh, she looks identical. <laughs> To how she's always, she doesn't look like she's aged a day. Really? Wow. It's bizarre. And she doesn't look like, you know how when uh, they get surgery or whatever, she doesn't look anything like that. She looks, it's it's kind of shocking. Is it because, Garen, she, she got surgery 40 years ago? Maybe. And, <laughs> and it's just holding just, up. Yeah, just holding up. It's bizarre. Mm. Either um, that or it's all the, uh, all the airline air. Doesn't she still, once in a while, uh, do... Um, a steward duty on a on an airline isn't she famously the one person who did that i don't know that the story. soap operas i don't know that story there's oh, wait, there's no, some soap was, opera actress who it does was kate does. kate somebody uh she did a jay keith show a bunch kate i think she might have passed away this year kate oh man linder what is it kate linder yeah kate linder wasn't kate linder a flight attendant maybe it looks like it, yeah. I think that's who you're thinking of, Elliot, because you have to do those yep. Jake Heath shows. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, okay. That's probably who I was thinking of then. Or not. Didn't she was United that. Artists flight attendant. United, United Artists? United Airlines. Airlines. Yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> flight attendant. Unless you go over to United <laughs> Artists and they... Uh, they show you to your seats and then they bring you a drink with a tr uh, via cart every now and then. Um. Speaking of old shows, I finally uh, a new friend of the show, Ed Begley Jr. I had mentioned that I was watching Barnaby Jones and I had not gotten to his episode yet. And I got to his episode. Nice. Hmm. And uh, he played a standing uh, standing up comedian who was not good at it <laughs> and uh, then was accused of, of killing the club owner because uh, uh, he was uh, fired from his gig. And uh, so it. Uh, it's funny. He's, he's good. Good actor, Ed Begley. I'm really going on a limb by saying that. Yeah. He's not stopped working for. You think he's going to make years. it? He's going to actually have a career? I think some some would argue a better career than his old man. Mm. Although his old man, I think, was nominated for an Oscar, right? He was. He even won. I think he won. He won, right? Is that right? I don't remember. But Did he win, Garen? It's funny. That... Senior? Hold on. Uh, Kate Linder is still alive. Oh, so my apologies then. Uh, there's now, some who, other... who should have won an Oscar? Ed Begley? Begley senior. senior, senior. Hold on. Um, I just think it's odd that we didn't. You never would have known that Ed Begley Jr. did stand up early in his life and career, and so it's weird that he played a stand up on that episode. He and it's probably at the time that he was doing that. You know what right. I mean? Like, right? Because he's so young. Speaking of uh, of that, uh, I tweeted this out. I finally watched Wayne Fetterman's one of the producers on it. I finally watched the 20 minute documentary that the New Yorker did that Judd Apatow uh, directed mm -hmm. uh, for Bob Newhart and Don Rickles friendship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as I tweeted out and I will say here on the show, if you want nothing but 20 minutes of joy 
watch this, uh, oh, nice. this uh, uh, lack of a better word, documentary. Um, it's it's a quick in and out. So you're saying it's a uh, documentary. I am saying it's a documentary. Um, Bob Newhart, shut it down. Bob Newhart, uh, and his wife watch clips of Rickles and they laugh like they're hearing it for the first time. It is so, it is just enjoyable. And then, or Bob will relate a story and I'll go, yeah, Don once did this and he just starts laughing. And again, it just, as I just, I shared on the show recently when, when I met Bob Newhart backstage at the, at the tonight show with Conan and, uh, he was just a comic being a comic. And you see that in this, mm-hmm. he's just, you know, he's still, he's still busting Don's balls, even though Don's dead. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's again, it's, if you've got 20 minutes of your life, do yourself the favor and watch it. Cause it is just I, I, wonderful. I know you have COVID Jimmy, but we talked about this like two weeks ago, <laughs> but I had not watched it. Right. But I, I did. And I was telling you all the things you're saying right now. My apologies. I don't remember that. Okay. But, I, but Matt, you should know this. I'm not talking directly to you. I'm talking. To I know, you. but you were you were you were speaking to us as if none of us had watched it. Uh, I was speaking to the viewership okay. uh, and the listenership of our program to spend 20 minutes watching that. And you've watched it. You thought it was wonderful as well. I did. I told you all to watch it, and lo yeah. and behold, you did. I did. <laughs> I didn't know you told me to be honest with you. <laughs> I literally, I like if you did not bring this up, I would have gone to my grave going. Uh, I don't know why those guys won't watch this. Watch it. <laughs> That's why I felt like I had to say something just to cl- clear the air. Uh, I'm also no, addressing I, the audience. I'm telling the audience, hey, you're not crazy. This did come up before. I don't remember it. Ma- ma- wait, you sure it was on the air? Was it, guys? Yes. <laughs> Elliot also doesn't remember. Jesus yeah, Christ. I believe it was. Yes, well, because we, I searched it. Yeah. You did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's, not it, it's on YouTube. It's an easy watch. Quick in and out. <laughs> It's by the New Yorker. The New Yorker produced it. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, Judd Apatow directs it. And he he's in it. There's voices in it, uh, but it's very good. It's very very good. Uh, uh, Ed Bigley right. Senior won an Oscar in 1962. Four. Now Matt, hold on. Sweet Bird of Youth. Oh no! I don't know if it's about a woman. Sounds like it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe this piece of information has passed through these tubes once before. Come on, Elliot. We don't have to say it every single time something had already come up. It's a, t- it's a show. We just talk. Things People say things more than once. What the fuck is wrong with you? I was just yelled at for it. <laughs> just pa- passing it around. Just passing it around. All right, listen, let me get to this tr- uh, question. Everybody's got their bet in? Yes. Yep. Yes, sir. Holiday specials. Holiday mm. specials. This was written in 953 this morning, by the way, 953 this morning. Uh, Here we go. Uh, Being rerun on television every single year since its debut, what is the longest continuously running TV holiday special? Okay, so at first I thought you were talking about rerun. So can you say that again? (laughs) Rerun the guy from What's Happening? Yes. Uh, uh, Fred Rerun Barry? Isn't that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Fred Barry? Uh. Being rerun on television every single year since his debut, what is the longest continuously running TV holiday special? I have an answer. I don't know. I've if written it's right, one down an as well, and I've also written down. Uh, I, uh, a, uh, oh, it could be that. Too. All right, I'm in. I, I am also in. What was that year again? No years beginning. It didn't say. 
They didn't say. Okay. No, you're thinking about the year that uh, Ed Beckley Sr. won the award, which I mm-hmm. may, may be the same year it started. I don't know. For Sweet mm-hmm. Bird of Youth. Uh, a film we've only heard Christmas about today special. for the first time. <laughs> sweet charity of life. Wait, wait, what, what am I saying? Sweet night of life. No, I don't. That's, I think that's Sweet Child of Mine by Guns that's N' Roses. It. Thank you. Ah. Hey, have you started watching uh, yet, Matt, the, the, uh, that 007 uh, program that I suggested? I watching? have not. No, we haven't barely I had a it. night home alone. We're not alone. Uh, well, kids can watch it. I, I mean, I meant the opposite. We have barely had a night home where we're all home. And I think the kids would like it. And Garen, you, you've watched it. I watched the first episode. It's, it's good. fun, it's good. right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's it takes itself really seriously. Oh, it does. It's fun. Uh, the reason I bring it up is there's there's two brothers who are just a delight to watch, and uh, and uh, so they're they're on a helicopter at one point, and uh, I, I will not do a good British accent, but one of the brothers turns to the other brother as they're going over the jungle, and he goes. In the words of Axl Rose, welcome to the jungle. <laughs> and Amazing. You guys just laughed harder than anybody on the helicopter did. It got, <laughs> it got nothing. I mean, it got nothing. Right. And so then Danielle goes, brother, did you hear me? I said, in the words of Axl Rose. Is, is my head, is this is working? It, am I, that, yeah. Am I connected? You guys get me here? So it's now a running joke in our house. Like it, when somebody says a joke and it doesn't work, brother, in the words of Axel Rose, it's it, it's wonderful. Uh, now, Matt, have you finished Amazing Race yet? I was about to ask you the same thing. I did finish it. Love it. it. I Love think it. this was the best season ever. I, Matt, I mean, ever, right? It was incredible. Like the the competitive the level of competitiveness was so. That's what set it apart. I mean, there were great people. I loved. I didn't really have a like you know. I had to, I had to pick a team to root against, I had to guess at the end. So it was kind of like, yeah, those guys with the beards and the mustaches or whatever. Oh, those were good guys. I liked I them, to... but, but compared to the other two teams, I, I, I liked them least of those three, but, oh. uh, but I, but I didn't dislike, well, except that those two women, they didn't come off well, but it wasn't that big a deal. They, you know, whatever. But to me, like there were so many moments, you don't usually get this on the amazing race where it was close. It was tight and thing like choices affected things in a crazy way like that team that we're like we're gonna go we're to climb this mountain to get this uh fast pass and then someone else like we can beat them let's go let's let's go and try to get it and then they're like no we're not gonna make it let's turn around it's just like that kind of excitement and intrigue is is so unique it doesn't happen very often on the show and i loved it i agree 100 with you it, it was almost like you're going back to elliot's sliding door sort of thing mm-hmm. like sometimes it would be like if they got out of the cab Yes. On the wrong side of the cab, they missed winning by one step. Like it was. Right. Uh, well, there was that time where they were in Vietnam or whatever, and they were in in two different tuk-tuks, and like one guy took one route and one guy took the other, yeah. and they passed the other team. Like that happened multiple times in the season, which you're lucky if that happens once in an entire season, usually, if, if something ha- is that close. And then even the ending was close. Like the, the finale was close, which is crazy. It was wonderful. It um and then uh, to that point, uh, the uh, uh, Oliver pointed this out: the three teams that made it to the finals, uh, they never fought with each other. Right. Like they ne- the, all the positive teams, energy, positive energy the whole yeah. time. Whereas the teams that all bickered and everything kept yep. falling off and getting mad. You know, yeah. these three they and they all were like, we came here to support each other. We came here to you know for the experience, and they and it proved to be effective. Yeah, yeah, it really drove home. I think the unifying message or like the 
if, if, if amazing race means anything to cu the culture, what they're trying to put out into the world, it's like that positivity wins because that's the, that's the show in a nutshell. Anyway, it's like when all, when every other reality show was about people backstabbing and, right. and just the worst of humanity, amazing race was the reason why it's good is because it's devoid of that. It's, it's, it's always about like, I mean, you do, you do get people fighting and stuff, but they don't dwell on it and they don't dig into people's personal shit there. It's just, they just present it. But ultimately it really is about people having these experiences and even the people who lose are so grateful that they got to have the experience. And that's really Wouldn't kind you? of refreshing. I mean, you might not cause you're so competitive, but uh, <laughs> no, I would, I, mean, I would, because when you see the stuff they get to do, it's, in, it's incredible. Like I would love to get just a chance to do a little bit of that would be amazing. It would be fun. Well, you know what? Let's look into it again. Remember we were going to do it as our families of doing the local version of that. Oh yeah. Uh, the amazing race around LA. Mm -hmm. And then we couldn't cause of COVID uh, cause the right. lockdown. So, uh, you know you're what? Back. I, I, I've been getting some emails. That's the fantastic race. I believe you're talking about. Oh, it's back. I believe so. Yes. Nice. Well, I get to. Well, I get to uh, uh, shimmy down a skyscraper. That's what I want to do. I don't. I don't know if they have that, but there are. I want to shimmy down a skyscraper and driving and uh, running around and. Well, that'll be fun. fun. I'm in. I have to say, every year that I watch The Amazing Race, I always think Jimmy and I. First, I'm like, Jimmy and I should do this. Oh, no. And then I think <laughs> we cannot do this. No, I would murder you. There's never, I don't think there's well, you, any you'd end up two eating people all the weird less... food, Matt. What? You'd end up eating all the weird food. Well, that's one of the problems, but there's so many problems. I mean, you oh, just see, much. like, Jimmy couldn't be less suited to this now and his, at the point you're at in your life now. <laughs> it would be a disaster from the get go. I mean, I, I don't know. There's like every week there's something like, well, Jimmy couldn't do that. <laughs> oh, there's no question about it. There's yeah. no. And then uh, I, and then I would be driving you crazy because I would be like, I'd be yelling at you like that girl yelled at her dad from Texas. My God, leave that old man alone. The man's dying <laughs> about, about to have a attack. fucking heart attack. And you're like, come on, dad. Come on, dad. Come on, dad. Come on, dad. My God, shut up. You spoiled brat. <laughs> but at least she acknowledged that she enjoyed the experience. Uh, and, and they were, they honestly, they had they, they had those moments, but they they were mostly not too bad. Like that's the thing about this season. Like even the war, even the most negative team was nothing compared to some other seasons. Agreed, agreed. Uh, and by the way, I'm watching the most recent uh, season of Ink Master, mm -hmm. uh, which is over there on that Paramount Plus. And uh, you know, Dave Navarro is not a part of it. Uh, they got rid of the other judges, so mm -hmm. that weird Daryl Asher said it best that there's there's none of the I'm going to punch you in the face because you can't pull a straight line, like. <laughs> They get you know, your tattooing sucks. I'm going to fucking fight you because of it. Like <laughs> that was like that would happen every season. Like a guy mm -hmm. like, you know, oh, you you saturated it too much. Saturated. Then they go fucking they almost start fighting because the guy didn't put enough red in his, in his own tattoo. Like <laughs> all of that's gone. Thank fucking God, because hmm. that was always the part like, what are you guys mad about? You get your you, you draw. That's what you do. <laughs> you draw. Yeah. There's no reason to be fighting with each other like this. You weirdos. That weird machismo thing and uh that said of course as always it comes down to three dudes you know in the mm -hmm. finals one is gay though garen there's uh freddie freddie's gay he's in the final i have i didn't see the new episode yet so I don't oh know. shit i've been watching it no i don't care i, oh. I and freddie by the way is all three in the finals are phenomenal and freddie is like he does tattoos that are so like out of left field like it would be like you know what i would i would just go to that guy and go give me the give me the freddie special yeah <laughs> you would walk out with a really cool tattoo <laughs> yes yeah, they do some really cool stuff. Like I, it's really a testament to the talent that these guys have. 
yeah. when they translate it into breaking glass. Like, dude, how do you even know how to do that? It's, right? it's wild. It's you got to really, take really a cool. bunch of golf tees and a blowtorch and make a piece of art. <laughs> and I would be, I would still be standing there looking at both pieces at the pile of golf tees and 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 the blowtorch. Yeah. Whereas these guys then. Uh, all of a sudden, there's a you know an eight foot statue of liberty. Like what? The fuck? <laughs> how did you know how to do that? Yeah, it's crazy. I would just hand over the blowtorch, be like, you know what, guys, you good yeah. luck, and, good. and and exit stage left. I'll see you there. Good luck with your skull picks. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go here. Uh, let's go around the horn. You got a you got a song for that over there, Elliot? Uh, around the horn. Yes, I do. Where's my mouth? Wait, do we need to take another break before? Yeah, we... Yeah, let's do that. Let's uh, you know right. what? Let's take that in twenty seconds, Matt. No, okay. All right. So then how many seconds the, now get the rule. Well, now we're looking at 15 seconds. We're going to take okay. a break. That'll be right at 60 minutes. Okay. And uh, like I said, this will be a little tighter episode. I, I say that you three know that I'm saying it for the listener. Hmm. If they're like, hey, Jimmy, you've already said that it's been said on the show before. Well, they, we say a lot of things over and over. <laughs> Did I tell you guys about the time that I met Mel Brooks? Has that come up yet? <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oh shit. I missed it. I want to get it. Right uh, oh, all right, we're at 60. Uh, let's go. You know, I'm going to do 60, 16 for reasons I don't understand. And we'll take a break right after this. We'll be back right after this. Hey, gang, Matt here with some dates for you. No guests today. So just follow at Never Not Funny wherever you find it. YouTube, Instagram, all those places, things like that. And we're on Facebook, all that stuff. Uh, check us out there. You can watch clips of the show uh, on Never Not Funny's uh, YouTube page, and you can watch Jimmy's Records and Tapes. So that's uh, fun. Do that. And then uh, Jimmy Pardo is hosting Pop Cultured at the UCB Theater on the 13th of January. Uh, that's going to be a fun one. Can't announce the guests yet, but uh, just uh, know that it'll be great. And then he's uh, doing a show at Flappers, uh, Wendy Liebman's show, uh, uh, Flappers, on the 17th of January. It's going to be a great show. I think there's some other great comics. Eddie Pepitone, um, Kira Sultanovich, and Jimmy will be uh, joining Wendy Liebman. So, fantastic lineup. Go to flapperscomedy.com for uh, tickets to that on the 17th. And then, of course, on the 28th, we are going up to San Francisco Sketchfest. Uh, that's a 3 p.m. matinee show on Sunday, the 28th. Uh, with Janet Varney as our guest. So that'll be super fun. Go to sfsketchfest.com to get tickets to that. Hope to see you there and enjoy. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me. And you know that. You know that. <laughs> and Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. It's, like you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know. And I, all I can do is apologize. But I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits, the SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. Right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. Like, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um 
I even kept out of the loop on that uh, because um, you're kind. <laughs> yeah. Well, as much as you rave about it, you don't want to know. About I don't want to know. I don't want to know how the sausage is made. I just no. want to see the, uh, the the results. Right. That's what I want. And, and also, I don't know if we, illegally I can get away with this, but it's so easy to Shopify. Well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very I think it was hipster. very of the pre-me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like, before I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah. It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where. I don't I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> What's no, going on with you? We're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day oh my god oh, they got all this all sorts of things over that. there they got delicious things over there head to factormeals.com slash pardo50 use code pardo50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month that is code pardo50 at factormeals.com slash pardo50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month while your subscription is active factor good food fast Hey, everybody welcome back to the program episode 3317 the award-winning podcast of never not funny this when does this drop? This is that uh, we're recording it on Tuesday, the 19th, the 20th, and it'll come out on the 20th. So uh, this is, I guess, for all practical birth, our, our Christmas episode, huh? Because the uh, next one, no, no, the next, you know, our, no we'll Platinum do it. Comes out Christmas yeah, Eve. the platinum will come out Christmas Eve. Yeah. Uh, well, Merry Christmas, everybody. If, if you are just in the free feed, Merry Christmas yeah. to you. And I uh, hope that you get everything that uh, you ask Santa Claus for and that stocking underneath the tree and so on and so forth. We wish you all the, all the best. Um, all right, let's do that. Let's do it, Elliot. Let's go around the horn. Sitting cross-legged on the floor. As Jimmy goes around the horn. Oh, it sucks. Um, all right, let's, in fact, uh, speaking of sucking, let's check right in with Gary Cockrell. He's over there at the pop culture uh, beast uh, Zoom Square. That's something. Um, he does have a lot of pop culture in his square. That's yeah. that's for sure. Good yeah. lord! It, uh, you know, my office is considered busy. Uh, I've got a lot of a lot of signed albums on the wall, a lot of signed CDs on the wall. I've got a couple of action figures, but uh, but Garen's just, he's got a fucking garage sale behind him. That looks yeah. Uh, <laughs> my life is one giant garage sale. <laughs> Garen, when you decide to like get rid of all your DVDs and your chotskis and so on and so forth. 
would it just be easier to have an estate sale just to just open the door and say, come on in, as opposed to setting up tables out on the street? Yeah. I mean, I figure that I'm going to have that when I kick the bucket in you know, 40, 50 years from now, uh, yeah, there's going to be a poster board out there with my face on it and a little biography. So people know who they're pilfering from. And then, uh, you know. you're going to, you're going to let them know that you have a master's as they're coming in there. To- oh yeah. That's going to be hanging on the front door, like a wreath. It's going to say <laughs> master Garen Cockrell, I assume. Oh, sure. Well. <laughs> uh, remember that when you were a little kid, you get that on the envelope from a grandparent. Yeah. Master James Pardo. And somehow the, the kids made funny for it. That I don't even understand what the, I don't think I know what it even means. It just means, what does it mean? What master? Yeah. Like master, master, you, master, Matthew Belknap. Like it would be on an envelope. Yeah. I don't so think I mean, my grandparents did that, but I think it just means either. you're a, you're a, you're a child. You're not a, you're not a mister yet. You're underage. Oh, all right. It's the, it's the diminutive form of mister. I didn't know that. So what about my cover band, Master Master, then? Well, that means little, yeah. little. <laughs> um, well, I'm still going to do it. It's nothing but Mr. Mr. songs. That's what I'm doing. So it's going to be. That uh, would be cool. Kids playing Mr. Mr. What? Is that? <laughs> you want, I don't want to fucking see that. No, see there's Mr. nothing Mr. about that that's cool. No one. That I, is 100% I, right. Yeah. It's Master is an English honorific for boys and young men. All right. Yeah. Too I, young to be called. I never knew Mr. that. Yeah, that's why they. That's why uh, Alfred calls uh, Bruce Wayne Master Bruce. Oh, yeah. look, we call I thought it was because it was boss. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess I that too. Uh, Garen, what's going on over there in Van Nuys? I mean, you're you're no stranger to helicopters. Oh no, they're flying over here. There was a time a few years ago when my the building next door to me got that same thing happened, and I saw cops going up and down the hallways there because it's kind of one of those outdoor situations yeah with shotguns oh good lord yeah i guess one of the apartments was like selling drugs or something out of it you have to make a side hustle leave them alone yeah we're, who are they hurting it seems like everybody seems like they're probably hurting a lot of people <laughs> that's true yeah, uh maybe. Garen, how's the little doggy doing how's our friend dexter doing yeah he's doing all right he's where is he i saw him he's... walk in a second ago when you went to get the snowman yeah he's he's over here passed out on my bed just sleeping no, he's doing okay. Yeah, he's still he's the medicine seems to be helping. He's not stumbling as much, but when he shakes his head, he still goes mm-hmm. cattywampus or whatever. It's uh, <laughs> I don't know why that word came to mind. It's a great word. I don't know what it means. <laughs> doggy wampus, maybe. Have doggy you, wampus, yeah. Doggy wampus. What have you like, tried telling him not to shake his head like that? I think that's yeah. I try. I set him down. And I say, look, Dexter. <laughs> You can't be doing this. You're going to fall. <laughs> You're only hurting yourself. And he just walks away. He goes, he goes, no. So, Garen, you haven't gone out of the house or anything? You're still just sitting around? Not for longer than an hour or so. Like, I haven't gone to the movies. I went to Amoeba, sold a bunch of records. And then uh, that's about it, really. Why, now, let me ask you a question. Why go all the way there? You've got, uh, you've got the one right there near our studio that you mm-hmm. could go and sell records there. And by all accounts, I think you get better. Uh, you get a better deal there than you do Amoeba. I didn't hear those accounts, so I didn't oh. know that. I didn't know. He was I not just aware. went there because it's. They, I know it, and they pay somewhat decently. I think. Um, I I also go there because it just seems easier to be. Like, we talked about it to blend in and just mm-hmm. uh, get in and get out. Um, but uh, the, the other places will give you better give you better money. I've never even thought about that. What's the one called down in Ventura? Sound? Freak beat. Freak, Freak beat. beat. Yeah. 
Yeah. Didn't I, didn't the, I go there when we, we had a bunch of uh, records in the studio? Yeah. We offloaded those. Yeah. Yeah. We did I was, I was thinking of unloading a bunch of my Blu-rays and stuff, but my friend Eric went with me and he took a bunch of Blu-rays and they raked him over the coals. Because nobody like, them, right? Yeah, he's like, I just want to let you know, you're probably not going to be able to get cash for this because we're not going to get that much money because of the blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I had all, like I went through my vinyl like with a machete and just like- You pared it down. Yeah, so- How many records do you think you brought in, Garen? $500 worth in store credit. And then oh, I picked up a Fleetwood Mac live album and a Stevie Nicks live album and then went home with 300, paid off a credit card. Nice. So it did pretty good. Uh, let me ask you a question, Garen. Um, if they had just given you cash, so they gave you 500 in cash? No, 500 in credit. All right. So if they offer you, because they usually say, we'll give you 500 in credit. And then three somehow. something in cash. So I was okay. like, all right, well, give me the credit. I'll go. Uh, like, I wanted the Fleetwood Mac rumors live. So I grabbed that in the Stevie Nicks live album and went back and left with 360. So I think. I guess I spent 60 and still left with 360 based on what they gave me because they give you a third of right a third less in mm. credit or in cash than they do in credit. So Garen, I'm not an expert, but I'm going to tell you something right now. This is just an opinion. This is my advice. Hold on to those Blu-rays. They will someday be there will be there will yeah, come a day yeah. where people will be like, shit, I should have fucking held on to my physical media because now I can't watch anything or I have to pay whatever be something that 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 they're going to take off the license is going to go away but they're not going to make new versions yeah. of it and yeah i agree with that yeah i'm not gonna I, I think i'm gonna if i do anything i'll just put them in storage if i need to clear a space or whatever but yeah i don't think well i mean there, there, there might be go. some that are never going to be worth anything but like you know keep the ones well, those that... are worth nothing now right. <laughs> you know, what are they what am i going to do well then like, don't there pay. Were some open, open, it, open a disc for but don't pay for a storage store. locker for worthless plastic. I mean, that's crazy. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not, I've got a storage downstairs. I meant oh, I was oh, I my store. I'm not going to go to U-Haul and be like, I got five <laughs> Blu-rays that no one wants to buy. Can I get a Can I get a two by three room? <laughs> I like your Chicago accent on that, Gary. Hey, I got, uh, got five Blu-rays over here. Um, <laughs> oh, when we have our Never Not Funny garage sale and we, to get rid of all the extra stuff, uh, Gary, you're welcome to bring your Blu-rays over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's not a bad idea. It's not it really a great isn't. one, though. <laughs> not the best. All right, Garen, so the question on the table today is uh, holiday specials was our topic. The question being rerun on television every single year since its debut. What is the longest continuously running TV holiday special? What is your guess, sir? I am going to guess Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. The Rankin Bass thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Even though I just thought of a different one that I'm, I'm not going to. I'm going to stick with my first gut. My first instinct. All right. That's Rudolph. Fair. All right. Rudolph. Let's, uh, let's continue around the horn then. We check in. He's back there, the palate cleanser. That is, uh, uh, he's, all, he's all Christmassy. That's our friend Elliot Hogberg. Yes, sir. Um, whose mustache looks like it's grown uh, seven years since I last saw him. Right? Doesn't this mustache look more uh It more looks full? very full on video, yeah. Yeah, a little bushy. Yeah. Do you, I haven't do, trimmed do, it in a bit. Do you usually trim it? A little bit, because... Cause... If it gets too long, it goes in the mouth, yeah. and that makes uh, that's not good. It's good. Then you, can, then you try to eat soup, you look like a fucking jag off. <laughs> it's the worst. I agree. People, people eating soup with facial hair, stop it. Especially eat solids. Soup. Nothing but solids. You made your you choice. Gotta, Mustache yeah. or soup. You can't right? have both. <laughs> soup, yeah, with that, soup with straw. Soup with straw. 
<laughs> Elliot, what's going on over there? You uh, you're taking your classes. You're doing your yeah thing? yeah. Uh, so we had we had a uh, Twilight Zone weekend. I did a show on oh, you did a uh, show? Saturday. Yep. Mm-hmm. How'd it go? It went great. It went great. Uh, it was super no, fun. Actually. Oh, I, that's, I I was supposed to. I, I did not because I had COVID. Right. Uh, I was supposed to, I was supposed to go somewhere, which yes. is why I was not able to make your show. And yeah. I told you I wasn't going to come. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but you're telling me that I missed a good one. It was a good one. Yeah. Um, we did three episodes. The last one was only eight minutes long, but I'm going to I'm I'm sitting here to tell you that eight minute long one was perhaps a perfect improvised Twilight Zone. It was really great. Awesome. And the other two were also very good. So. Um, so, yeah, it was fun. And then last night I did another Sondheim class and we're uh, it's it's squaring up to like it looks like it's going to be a good thing in January. We're going to do uh, some performances of that probably around the 20th or so. Haven't haven't still settled the date. I'm going to take a look at that, though, and see if I'm available. You're talking about January 20. That's a Saturday. Either 20 or 21. They haven't. That's a Sunday. Yeah. Sunday's the the Lord's Day. So that's going to be a little rough for me. But the 20th. Well, I usually do plan for the Lord's Day. So both. both That's a lot of. It's also the big responsibility. Yeah, that's a good point. Good thing I'm an atheist. I don't have Mm. to worry about any of that. You don't have to, but I have to. My Lord's, yeah. Lord's over no, no, me at all times. I put my petrol music on. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> no, anything else? You did the show? Did you go on any dates or anything? Um, I did go on a date, but what? She she doesn't need to know. She doesn't need to be broadcast at this point. I, I, I've gone on a third date with someone. Hmm. Yeah. You just that Jimmy. You asked that with with no. Uh, you that was a. Uh, a shot in the dark type question. You didn't mean any, you didn't know anything. You didn't mean anything. I assumed he would say no, and we would just keep moving. And yeah. then he said, uh, yeah, I did. And I, it, it, it stymied us all. We all yeah. kind of got locked on our heels. Elliot in the future, just lie because that's just, you, oh, just, all right. you just hit the brakes on this I, entire show. Plus, it's, it's a health issue. I understand. I don't want to give anyone heart attacks. He also, you, know, <laughs> you saying a third date is rattling that she tolerated you twice and said, yes, the third time. That yeah. Was the part. yeah, that's uh, fair. That's fair. Of course, as we know, Elliot off air is a different human being. Uh, <laughs> and he, is he has part. to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we all kind of are. We all amplify yeah. ourselves yeah. here to be. That's fair. Uh, that's to fair. do an entertaining comedy show. Yeah. Uh, one would hope. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Elliot, I wish you a lot of luck. The holidays are right sure. around the corner. Maybe you'll go on a fourth date with this young lady for Christmas. That'll be exciting. Could happen. Could happen. Okay. Could happen. All right. Yeah, I don't know. What do you young people do? You go to the movies or do you go to dinner? What do you, I don't know what young people do, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> what do middle-aged people do? What do I, uh, I, I, I'm, we I'm, went I'm, to? Um, oh, well, we went to, uh, I haven't been in a while, the uh, Museum of Jurassic Technology. Oh, right yeah. My house. That's near you. Oh. Um, it's it's a weird, weird place. We had some we had some tea and biscuits over there. And then uh, where do we go to dinner? Oh, there's a new thing. You should consider it, Jimmy, if you haven't already. I'm it's called Citizen, maybe. Um, it's right. Uh, it's right on Washington, and like it's like a little like a market type. There's like four or five different restaurants in there. Oh, I believe we have been in there. Um, Very good. They've got a nice little deli in there. There's some sushi. We did some spicy noodles, which we both agreed the noodles are too thick and too long. They should cut them up for you because it's very difficult to uh, to to do that. But otherwise, very strong flavors. Very strong flavors. Okay, strong flavors. At the sushi strong house. flavors. They got some got some fried chicken, a fried chicken place in there, and a, and a smash burgery kind of place. Yeah, this Oliver and I both had a bad experience at that burger place. We, oh, uh, is that true? We did. We uh, uh, I thought I was not enjoying mine, and 
he said, I'm done. And I said, what's the matter? He goes, I don't, this is not good. And it was like, yeah, it's not good. Oh. And, uh, All right. but, and, uh, they, and it cost $47 or something like that. <laughs> it was one it's of those. Not, like, uh, this is not a budget restaurant row. No, it is, is not. A, but the bar, you know, the bar upstairs has a um, deck. Yeah. And you can see nice views of like Culver City in that area. It's actually, it's actually lovely up there. We didn't hang out up there, but we went to look just to see. I don't disagree with um, you. We, that's where we ate with those. That's where we had those bad burgers. We sat up there and. Uh, oh, that's interesting. I didn't think about taking the food up there. It seemed yeah, like take it up it seemed there. like some of the. Seemed like some of the places were a little itchy. We tried to we tried to take a table at the little sushi place, and they're like, and the lady came out. Please don't. Uh, this for our people, please. And oh. so we we moved to a different seat. Um, but uh, I imagine we it was empty upstairs. We probably could have gone upstairs. No question about it. Yeah. Uh, I do have a question for you though. What is the longest running holiday special? What is your guess, sir? So, I was concerned that the Rankin Bass were films and not television programs. So I went with the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Oh, yeah, that dude. was the one I just thought of too. I did not think of that one, and I love it. I love it. Um, Matt, I also said the Charlie Brown Christmas special. I but when I heard Garen's, I was like, shit! I didn't think about any of those other those Rankin Bass type things. So, you know, now I'm thinking Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph Red Nosed Reindeer, all that Could stuff be. is in play for say. sure. But I felt I felt very good about Charlie Brown when I wrote it down. So. Elliot's logic makes sense to me about the the Rankin Bass being films, but they, but growing up they always felt like specials. It's a I don't, Christmas. Special. I don't think. Or you, do you mean you think they were premiered in theaters and then went to, to television? You, that's I, what I believe. Oh, if I that's true, that. I've never heard that to be the case. I thought they were produced for television. I and I could be very wrong. I but yeah, that, I, that was my logic. That'll be interesting to find out. Well, my guess is, and this is going to be fun. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So we oh, have two, right. two, two, two for Charlie Brown. Two for Charlie. Which, of course, means none of us are right. Right. So let's find <laughs> out. It's going to be uh, like, me, a, like a like a Scrooge show or something. Like right. That. Let me go to Oliver's um, answer Actually, could here. Be, could be a Christmas Carol uh, that's been running. Which one? But those weren't made for television either, I don't think. No. I will tell you this. We have some winners. Hey. Oh, boy. The Rankin Bass Rudolph the Red Nose <laughs> Reindeer from 1964. Oh, this was the very first television special produced under the Rankin Bass moniker, and it's been consistently running since its debut. Rankin Bass made 18 Christmas specials. There's the famous ones, but some of the lesser known specials include their take on a Christmas carol called The Stingiest Man in Town, Pinocchio's Christmas, and The Leprechaun's Christmas Gold. So we do uh, have two winners. Congratulations, guys. It's going to come down to the bet. Oh. Well, well, flip flop those numbers around, my man. That was mine. Oh, 21. Oh, nice. Well done, Jimmy. 21. Way to get the, those points. Nice. Mine was 19, by the by. The hard castle. Matt, what'd you bet? I want 13. 13. Proving to be unlucky this time. Yeah. All right. All you right, got a go. over there, Elliot? Yep. What? I don't think we ever hear that. That's interesting. That's what? What version is that? What is that, my man? Maybe that's the full version, and I've been using the shorter one. Wow. No, but he and I mean that was the whole thing is that 
we were like, hey, how come it doesn't say of the game at the end? And then we found out, oh, the song actually does end like that. It just kind of hang leaves you hanging. Maybe, maybe, maybe our our maestro has uh, had heard that and sent it, and it never got into the system. Interesting. Wow. Well, it was nice to hear. Nice surprise. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, you guys have to pay me five dollars, Joker's Wild Style, with next time we're in the studio. Sure. Um, I still, I think I still have one coming to me. Did we not pay you last time? No, I we, think we no. did. I thought we settled no. up. I no, thought we paid no, you in. We were gonna no, we said up. we were going to do it on the next. Oh, yeah. oh, so that was on Thursday that you. Yeah. You have a look because, on your face. You're like... going to do them both at the same time. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, because we did the coffee can Thursday and you said we'll do the trivia tin. On Monday. Oh, because I want to do, do the trivia at the same time because they're both the yeah. Jeremy Herbal trivia tin. You're exactly Correct. right. All right. So now we have uh, two of those. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. Uh, double that or I guess three of them. We're going to do three. We'll on... have three the next time. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Five dollars going every, every which way possibly. If you wait long enough, maybe each of us will get $5. Yeah, which way but lose. Karen never wins. So Keep track of this, Karen. I, I, I already feel like we're going to screw this up. So please make a note of what we need to do. Uh, well, that's exciting. I'm excited that I've won something in my COVID Yeah, congratulations. Uh, hey, before we go, I don't want to forget mentioning this. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just laying in bed watching stuff, and I had the opportunity to watch the, um, uh, John Apatow put it out. It's a... <laughs> documentary about Bob Newhart and <laughs> that was a good ramp up, right? You didn't know what I was going to yeah, say. It was really, a nice good. Ramp up. really good. Oh, fun. Fun times at the old corral. That's what I call the officer, the old corral. I've never called it that, never will. By the way, when I come into the studio next time, I'm going to show you because Matt, you, uh, all of you were at my house. Uh, Garen was not because he made some bullshit up about his dog, but um, <laughs> uh, I, you know, as I mentioned, I have autographed albums on my wall, autographed CDs. Mm. Uh, I have a new addition to the um, to the um, wall, and uh, uh, Matt, you did not get a chance to see it because you were not here very long. Um, and then Ellie, you did and not I didn't, make it. I didn't see back. your office. Oh, uh -uh. you know what's interesting about it? The, the folks that came? Uh, they all. It was very funny because they would say, uh, it, most, "Mostly the women, by the way, wanted the tours." The women would say, sure. "Hey." Uh, can I get a tour? And they would say, I've never been here. And I would say, oh, you've never been here? Um, and I, and generally surprised. But why am I surprised? Nobody's ever been here. Yeah. You're <laughs> the one who never invites anyone over. So you should right? be the least surprised of anyone. I mean, I, literally, I believe, you know, before this get together, I want, well, we have our, our Christmas one, which has a few, but those are mostly people that uh, they're nobody really from my world. Um, mm. and then, so, so, so anyway, the, the, uh, the girls, the women would say, can I get a tour of the house? And, uh, so then they would come in here and then look at the autographed albums and go, what the fuck, dude, you're an adult. And then they would walk out. Um, but there's a new edition that I, uh, I took a photograph of and I will bring oh, it to the studio and I will show you the photo, the, uh, the new edition of, is the, it uh, Ralph Tresvant? I don't know who that is. He was part of something, right? He's part of a group. He was a part new of, wait, new edition. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You, you you put the puzzle pieces together all by yourself. Good job. I don't get I don't get the joke. You just kept saying there is a new edition. There is a new edition. So I said, is it Ralph Tresvan? And That's fun. You said, wait, who's that? I don't know who that is. Hold on. Is that someone from a thing? Oh, it's from new edition. I see. And now we're back to where we started. I've got COVID, dude. That's uh, I, I can't. So I, here's the deal. I'm I, I'm in the green room and they say, do you want to meet Mel Brooks? And <laughs> I said, I would, I would love it. And we have this a mutual is... friend. That's the end of the Lee Delano. We have a mutual friend. 
And what if I just went on and on like I didn't know that I told This you. is what it would be like if there was a robot Jimmy Pardo and it went on the fritz. I, the same four you know what it would be the same it's the same four stories <laughs> um, it's going to be uh if i if i if i qualified to go to the 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 sag after what is it what, what do they call that the the old the old actors oh home? the motion uh, picture the motion picture home that's yeah. it the motion picture home if i qualify to go to that it's going to be me telling these mel brooks stories uh to the other guys that are my age that will then be excited about it and then the next day i'll tell it again and because we're all you know senile well, I'll go, oh, oh, has Jim told you about Mel Brooks yet? Mm-hmm. No. And then some, the one sharp guy will go, he tells it every fucking day. <laughs> but the rest of us will enjoy it. Mm-hmm. That's life. That's a Mel That's life. No, life stinks. It was a Mel Brooks movie. That's life stinks, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what else does? That, that movie. movie. <laughs> he really he really set himself up for that one. <laughs> sure did. Kind of like the idiots that named a show Never Not Funny. They oh. really set themselves up. Whoops. Whoops, indeed. <laughs> Whoopsie. Uh, all right. Listen, everybody, that seems like enough. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thanks for supporting. Thank you three for accommodating my being flexible to accommodate my schedule. And, uh, you know, the hope was that I could have done it yesterday uh, at, the, at our usual time, but from home. Um, I like it. By the way, I, I will say this. And I say this, Elliot, I, I'm, what I'm about to say, I am saying for humor. I'm not I'm not being a dick. Um, I loved that. uh Yesterday, Matt suggested you three going to the studio and you said, I'd rather not do that. And it's like, but that, you go there every fucking Monday at that time. Why? Why is this? Why? All, why this week would you rather not do uh, your job? It was very confusing to me. You know nothing, what? Nothing had changed in your world. You should have like you could have all shown up and then go, oh, Jimmy's going to be via Zoom because he's sick. Can I tell in the spirit of the season, can I can I tell you what happened? Uh, Because I think it's a it's a sweet maybe it's a sweet heartwarming tale. Uh, Elliot called me and said, I don't think the host of the show should be on Zoom while the rest of us aren't because he'll be at a disadvantage. And that's not how the show works. And I was like, you're 100 percent right. Say no more. We are done talking about this. We won't do it. Can I tell you something? Uh, First of all, thank you, Elliot. I almost texted that very same thing to you guys Mm. about how. Uh, as the quote unquote ringleader, it might be weird if I'm the guy yeah. that is on Zoom. And then I thought, you know what? Uh, 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 Kevin and Bean, Bean wasn't in the studio for the last 10 years of that sure. show. Yeah. And he and he did it. And uh, that guy, Tom Bernard, up in Minneapolis, uh, did like so guys have made careers doing it. So I was like, I actually said, suck it up, you fucking idiot. You can do it. <laughs> And then when you then said, scratch that. So uh, I appreciate you guys thinking that, or Elliot, you thinking that as well. And, and Matt, you going along with that. Cause I do, I don't disagree, but I was willing to try it and do yeah. it. Yeah. I thought I it too. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it would be funny to have uh, like my laptop in your chair and sure. then Elliot would just film the laptop with your head on yeah. it. Like we, I, I was already loading up my max headroom jokes. It was all, I was, you know, it was all, sorts oh, of yeah. stuff. but, um, but yeah, it, it it wouldn't have. This is better. This is better. Yeah. This is better. Yeah. Uh, all right. Listen. Uh, speaking of better, I'm gonna try to get better so that I'm yeah. back in the studio for the next episode. Uh, but there's still a chance our next episode will be on Zoom too. So uh, uh, be ready for that, listener. But hopefully that will not be the case. Um, but we certainly thank you for listening to this. And again, if you are a part of the just part of the free feed, you are not part of the platinum. Of course, you're always welcome to join the platinum. We welcome you in. Uh, but if you are not, uh, I wish you a very Merry Christmas. We do appreciate you listening to this program as well, uh, that, uh, you know, there's a lot of podcasts out there. And we appreciate that you give us a try 
uh, and listen to us each and every week and listen to our horseshit. Uh, so Merry Christmas to all. Uh, so on behalf of the pop culture beast, there he is, Garen Cockrell. There he is up there in his box and palms. That's Elliot Hochberg, the honchos in Burbank. I'm here at the house. Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47 gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a platinum subscription at nevernotfunny.com. Never Not Funny, a SAG After podcast, is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2023, Never Not Funny, LLC. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.